Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. This week, we've heard great stories about bricklayers and robots and local food and a whole lot more. We know you can't possibly see all of those stories or all of the rest of the great content being produced this week, so we're bringing you another story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they've found today, and today we're pleased to welcome back for Friday Fun, Justin Thurman from the USA Today Network. Justin, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me, Kenny. Tell me about the story you found. You got a top last week's, but tell me what you found. Tell me why we should read it, too. Kenny, the question of the day is, would you eat people? But it didn't really come from a person. If they grew people meat in a lab, is that something you might eat? Who's forming questions like that? That's the first thing I got to know. Well, Richard Dawkins, who uh, is an outspoken evolutionary biologist, he claims that by the end of 2018, we're going to have uh, lab-grown human meat that'll be available for us. By oh, the end, will be available. By the end of when? 2018. Now that's this year, right? That's this year. I mean, it's the it's the hot Christmas gift. Some meat from a person. Well, do you do, well. do you do you get that hot or do you ship it cold? Because you know, preservation first of all. Uh, they've got a nice little uh, care package with some dry ice. It's kind of like a blue apron package that comes in the mail, um, except it doesn't have things chopped up to put in the pot and cook with it. Well, you'd ha- yeah, I mean, <laughs> they don't make it completely easy. Somebody focus group this, right? Somebody got in a group of people and said, you know what I'd like to do if there was no ethical ramifications or, you know, any concerns about, you know, what people would say in the neighborhood is, I'd like to try me some homo sapiens flesh. That's a thing that's happened here? Well, so that is the thing that's happened. In fact, uh, Maddie Wilkes, a doctoral student in psychology in Australia, claims that uh, on average people see clean meat, which isn't human meat. This is just meat in general grown in a lab. is more ethical and environmental. But he said only 16% of respondents to his survey said they'd eat lab-grown meat if it were more expensive than typical meat. Also, the study found a, a very small number of people said they'd be more willing to eat meat from animals like dogs and horses and cats if it was grown in a lab. So, you know, is a human that big of a jump from a, a horse, Kenny? Well, that is a question for the philosophers, but how is it still a human or a horse or any other animal if it's actually grown in a lab? Well, so it, it actually started from stem cells from a living animal. So it does start, you know, from a an actual creature there. So, it's, it's, okay. you know, it's not, it's not there. And, uh, We've actually had lab-grown meat since about 2013. Enjoy your burgers, everybody. Oh, yeah. It's actually kind of expensive, so I don't think you're going to pick it up at McDonald's. But (laughs) it it is out there, you know. Wouldn't that be a great new Happy Meal option, though? Am I going to absorb the power of someone else if I'm getting something derived from their stem cells? I think there's no doubt, Kitty. I mean, if... If, if, if it's known science fact that if you eat someone, you you just you take in their power. Now you do run a risk here, Kenny. You may become a Wendigo. The Wendigo is a large, pale creature that uh, that feasts on human flesh and uh, can't can't get enough of it. And I believe if you go back to my comic book days, the Marvel comics will tell you that if you eat another person, you become a Wendigo. So. You know, right here, we may be overrun by Wendigo, or virtual Wendigo, I guess, since it's not real human meat, maybe. It's in the science. It's indisputable. 
it's right there, Kenny. How do you think somebody's going to get over the stigma of this in terms of marketing it to me? How, do I want to be seen going into the restaurant that, that is selling dinner of human meat, or do I want to be seen as the person picking up the package of leg o Larry at the grocery store? Well, you know, there's going to be some people that are proud of it, Kenny. In fact, the story says still there's almost certainly going to be a few people that want to try synthetic human meat, including performance artists who might want to serve a derivative of themselves to make a statement. Or my favorite claim they have here is celebrities who might want to cash in by selling their fans the opportunity to taste their flesh. If you're catering to performance artists... Is that a niche audience here? I believe it may be. The last time I checked the U.S. employment chart, performance artists wasn't in the top ten list of careers that were in growth potential right now. So there may not be a huge market for it moving forward. You mentioned Australian research. Is this a product that's going to come to dinner tables in the U.S.? Well, I assume assume the U.S. and pretty much around the world from this. There is a nice quote from a you know, professor at the Center for Biomedical Ethics at the National University of Singapore. He thinks that synthetic, synthetic human meeting is going to be extremely rare. That may just be in Singapore, Kenny. I don't know. Well, that, that gives you something to look forward to as you travel abroad, if it's not here, one supposes. I know uh, the first uh, the first and synthetic meat made was actually made in the Netherlands by a, a professor, uh, a pharmacologist there. So, you know, I mean, we, we all know the Netherlands is kind of Mad Max land where you can get whatever you want. I mean, the, take, getting synthetic meat is the least of your worries, you take, know, if you go into the wrong area. Take their fuel away. It's exactly the same. Let's talk about what could possibly go wrong. Enough with what could go right that I could enjoy a taste of my favorite my favorite performance artist. Because doesn't I mean let's be honest everybody this this sounds like a Chris Angel sort of thing. But let's talk instead oh. about what could go wrong. Where are the problems here do you think? Well, I mean, Kenny, is it is it possible that we wind up, you know, going from just meat to going to, you know, synthesizing brains? And then we know if there's a lot of brains laying around, we're just waiting for the zombie apocalypse there. You're really just inviting it in, right? That's that's sort of like leaving, I don't know, pet food too close to the door or, or you know, your campfire food outside around the fire if you're out in the wilderness. And you can't be then surprised if the bear shows up. You can't be exactly. now surprised if you get Shaun of the Dead. Exactly. That, that easily could be the issue. You know, d- does this eventually affect our own uh, livestock costs? You know, does... Does the uh, the beef industry tank in a bad way because we have synthetic human meat that we can now eat? Well, if it's synthetic, do we really have ethical issues? Well, that is now to get on a serious point. That is kind of the point of this. Uh, you know, the clean meat is that you can you know now have your ribeye steak without a cow having to die for it. Um, that is kind of the point of this whole thing of course they in their study they find you know they think oh maybe you can get vegetarians to eat this well it turns out hey vegetarians don't like the idea of meat whether it's from a cow or from a test tube but if you stem cell some good old-fashioned broccoli 
now we're talking. Oh yeah, synthetic broccoli would be okay. Horrible. So, so, well, it's certainly not as good as the the original authentic stuff. So we're talking about cells here. Why not historic human meat for dinner? Wow, that's a good idea, Kenny. Can we grab a hold of some stem cells from you know famous presidents? I'd like to think about that, because if we could just circle back for a moment, I could then have their power, too. Kenny, I'm scared of the power of you added to the power of Abe Lincoln. (laughs) You know, and people, you know, there's those people all over the world that wondered what it would have been like to have a taste of John F. Kennedy. Well, maybe now they could know. The boutique marketing is going to be fantastic. And this could be happening this year. Could be happening by the end of 2018, Kenny. Here's the next question. What if this leads to some sort of, not performance artist giveaway, but some cellular theft? I could see a stalker problem here. Oh, so you're saying getting a hold of someone's stem cells so then you can have meat created from them and then you gain their powers that's going to change your your uh, saturday barbecues in the fall no doubt well what about you are you going to have the human clean lab meat i uh you know I, i'm not an early adopter on these kind of things kenny i'm going to have to let some people try it out first and let me know how it is before i jump in you know just like the McRib, I'm not ready to jump in with both feet at first. There you go. Lab meat. It's tasty. It's delicious. We're told. We'll see. Somebody drop us a line when you have some. We'll find out. We've got a link for this story below the audio player. And uh, we want you to please do check that out. And give us your thoughts. We'd love to hear what, uh, what person you'd like to try to dine on. Justin Thurman, USA Today Network. Thanks again for taking the time to be with us today. Thanks for having me, Kenny. This is the best story I've heard today, and a yummy one indeed. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith.